So let's learn together Shvive Lei from the Lev Elio or Belyalapian. Something that's all Nagea this week's parsha, which we'll get to as we proceed. It's Ais Nun Gimel on page Reish Lamedalad, quoting a Mishnah in Pirkeyabis. A person should always consider the loss of a mitzvah versus the schar of a mitzvah. How much is it going to cost you uh, to not do the mitzvah versus how much schar you'll get if you do the mitzvah. And the reward that you'll get for committing a crime in Avera versus all of the great loss that will accrue to a person who sins. So what does this mean exactly? Pirish Hagain Reb Itzla Blazer. So, Reb Itzla Blazer was a very well-known Baal Musa, one of the greatest Baal Musa of his time. He was one of the three primary Talmidim of Reb Yisrael Salanter. Um, and he was also known as Reb Itzla Petterberger because he was the Rav in the city of St. Petersburg. And ultimately, he moved to Yerushalayim. He, was, uh, he lived in Yerushalayim at the end of his life, which is where he's buried. But he was a great, uh, a very great Balmusser. And he says the following, We know that on tzitzis, there's two colors. There is, on the strings, there is the white tzitzis, and then there is the tzcheles, the blue threads of tzitzis on, on that. So without getting into you know, the halacha today, whether or not you know, the tzcheles that people are wearing is tzcheles or not, but in the olden days, for sure, when we had a messairah of what was tzcheles, so there was white and there was blue. And Chazal tell us that the einesh, for lavan, if you're not wearing the white tzitzis, it's worse than not wearing the blue tzitzis. Why? Everybody could buy lovin tzitzis. It's not a big deal to get lovin. Those are very common, very inexpensive. And that's why it's much more of an avera. There's more of a taina on a person. Why did you not wear the white? It's so accessible. It's so easy to do. How could you miss out on that mitzvah when it comes to Okay, that, that I can already justify. It's too expensive. I couldn't afford it. I wasn't able to get it. I didn't live in a city that they sold it. That's not so terrible. But if a person is not wearing something that's very easy to do, that's going to be a much bigger tain on a person in Shemayim than if it's a little bit more difficult. So says Reb Itzla, that is what it means in the mission of Ezov, Avi Mechashev, Hefzid Mitzagnegetzchara. Klaimar, Zaiha This is exactly the point here. The more that you're going to lose out from the mitzvah more, therefore the Nisayan is that much greater. Because the, um, the, you're going to lose out on the mitzvah. By doing it, meaning if I if I don't do let's say let's use the treles example, if I don't do treles, then there is an excuse for it. So therefore, the schar of doing it is going to be that much greater. 
because there is, uh, the Nisayan is so much greater to blow it off. I don't have to do it, really. There's not such a big tain on me if I don't do it. So the Nisayan is much greater. I should really, you know, naturally just take a pass from doing it because, after all, it's so hard to do. So, therefore, you should know that the schar is that much greater because the more, and it makes sense, right? The more that, uh, the, more that the Nisayan, if there's a heavier Nisayan not to do it, so then by doing it, you're going to get that much more schar. That's what it means. Hefzid mitzvah, can I get schar? If, it, if it's going to be so difficult, if you could construct an excuse that it's so much easier for me not to do this mitzvah because it's, uh, it's a very difficult mitzvah to do, so then the schar of that mitzvah is going to be great. V'chein lehepech, schar avera k'negedef seida. Koma shnistaker ba'avera yeser, the more schar the more you'll gain from an Avera, Dainu Hana, Mafsid Yaser, Shenanish Biyaser. If you're gonna get if you're gonna have a a great reward, a great payoff for the Avera, meaning why would I get a great payoff? The Hana. I'm gonna if I get to do this Avera, wow, it's gonna be such Hana, I'm gonna get such enjoyment from this Avera if I do it. So then the Hefsid, the Schar of Avera is Kenegadev Seda, by not doing it, you're going to, you mean you're going to be mafsid more um, if you do it, you're going to get a greater punishment because, so in other words, there's an equal, there is a, um, there's a balance or an equal equality to the equation of, of schar and hefsid. The more schar, the greater the hefsid. The more the hefsid, the greater the schar. So if a mitzvah is very difficult to do, so that means that there's a great Nisayan when I do it, the schar is going to be that much greater. If a person, let's say, has uh, a very common Yetzirah, let's say, um, uh, waking up for davening, okay? Waking up in the morning for davening. It's very hard for some people to wake up for davening in the morning. Um, and it's something that's very important to do. But if you, if you have a very, very difficult time waking up, and you make an excuse, and I'm so tired, and I studied so later, I learned so much, and, and the Sahara is like whispering in your ear, don't do it, don't get up, don't get up. So then you have a, the Nisayan is very great for you to get up, because it's, it's geschmack to stay in bed, and uh, you know I really don't want to go to davening this morning, I really want to sleep late, my roommates are all sleeping late, so I also want to sleep late, and I can make a million excuses why I, I, I'm entitled to sleep late, and I'll go to a later minion, etc., so then the schar of getting up out of bed is great. It's, it's a tremendous schar that you get. If let's say something, because there's a great Nisayin not to, um, you know, and there's a, a million examples, and then let's say there's something that comes more natural. Let's say you're a person that you get up very easily in the morning. Different person, not you. Another guy gets up, and it's not, it's not a Nisayin at all. For him, it's not any sign. For you, it's a big sign. For him, it's not. For him, it's like natural. I have to. I can't sleep at night. So, of course, you're getting up in the morning. So, for him, the schar is going to be that much less because it's all depending on the on the the tsar. The pain is equal to the gain, and the same thing is true for a, for a um, for a mitzvah for well for an avera. Let's say if you have a if you have a tremendous taiva to do something, let's say uh, we'll use a nice clean example of Lashon Hara, okay? 
Lashon Hara. It's not a clean example. It's a quite a dirty example, but at least it's something that we could speak about in, in you know, in 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 in, in public. So a person has a tremendous nisan to speak Lashon Hara. And the Hana is great. There is a Hana of speaking Lashon Hara. You get a, you know, you feel like you're a part of the Chavra. You feel you had something important to contribute to the conversation. People know that you're in the know. Whatever the psychology is and why we, we know that it's Asr, but yet we speak Lashon Hara. There's something deep, very deep about Lashon Hara. And the Hana is great. People enjoy gossip. They just do. So if it's a very difficult Nisayan for you to be Iber, so therefore your schar is going to be, uh, your, your, the Avera is going to be that much worse. The Avera is going to be much, because you, the Kefi the Hana, if you're going to get a lot of pleasure, you're going to get a lot of, a lot of Einish. And if you're going to get, a, and if you're going to, if the Nisayan is great to overcome um, to do the mitzvah, that means you're, then you're going to get a lot of schar. So schar and einish are based on how difficult exactly was it for the person to either do the mitzvah or to not do the avera. Vezel lefum tsaira agra. This is what it means when it says lefum tsaira agra, that based on a person's tsar, a person, uh, based on how much tsar you have, agra, that's how much reward you get. Vechein tsarchlemish lefihana ha'einish. And that's the same equation as Hana equals Einish. If you're going to get a lot of Hana, then be very careful. So this is like, this should help us maybe a little when we're faced with a great temptation. When we're faced with a great temptation and we say, yes, this temptation is really great. I really want to do this. But then we stop ourselves. We stop ourselves. Then you should know that you're, that stopping yourself is going to be a great schar for you because the, hef, the, the hana is equal to the einish. If I don't stop myself, the einish is going to be terrible. You know, it's like, of course, what's the quintessential story of, of, of hana and the taira, of, of taiva and the taira, of Nisayan of, of taiva? Yasef, right? With Yasef and, and Aishas Paitifar. Every single day, Aishas Paitifar was trying to have her way with Yasef. And Yasef was a human being. Yasef was, he was a tzaddik, but he still had a, you know, he was human, and and he basically he was trying very hard to avoid her and uh, and not do the avera, and he was talking himself, uh, you know, into avoiding her, and he got tremendous uh, he had tremendous nisayan, and then one day the the pasuk says there was a you know the whole house was empty, there was it was like a a yanta for them, it was some sort of a, a holiday that they had, so all the men and everyone in the household went. To, the church, and the house is empty. Yasef came that day to do his malacha, and Eshes Paitifa was there waiting for him. And she, uh, and, and the Chazal say that according to one sheet, what it says that Yasef came to do his malacha, either it means his malachta imamish, his actual malacha, he was an accountant, he was like keeping the books, the Targum says, and for, for, for Paitifa, or it means that he actually came to do, to do an Avera, that day, Yosef says, I can't stop myself anymore. I can't get, I can't, I'm just going to give in. And he had a tremendous taiva to do it. And, um, and all of a sudden, Chazal tell us that the Dmusti Yuknei Shal Aviv, the appearance of Yaakov was near Alei He looked out the window and he saw the image of Yaakov his father. 
And his father told him, if you do this Avera, then you're going to go down in history as a Raya Zaina, like somebody that's, that, that's involved in, in very bad stuff. And also, your name was supposed to be on, on the stones of the Ephod, of the, the breastplate of the Kain Gadol. And if you do this Havera, you're out. You're going to get, there's not going to be your name carved in on the stones of the, of the Kain Gadol's garment. And as soon as Yosef heard that, he basically was able to resist, and he ran away. He ran out. And the rest is history. And he goes down in history as being Yesav at Sadik, Vayimayin. It's a very big uh, movement. If, you're, if anyone has, uh, is interested, I don't know how many of you know about it, but there's a, um, like a, a Vayimayin uh, chat. And every day they have, uh, they have I think, over 60,000 subscribers and growing. And they have like very big rabbis that, uh, you know, that, that speak for about two minutes. And, and it's very professionally done. And it's just a different lesson about guarding your eyes and, and not giving in to taiva of, of Shmir Sinayim. And that's really what it's all about. Yesav HaTzadik was tempted. And because he was tempted, he, his father didn't say, don't do it. His father says, look at what you're going to lose if you do it. Look what you're going to lose not only in the next world, are you gonna, the Einish is going to be very bad, but in this world, you're going to not be able to be one of the Shifteka, one of the Shvatim. And if you don't do it, now you're going to go down as the Tzaddik. And, and Yasef saw that, and he responded appropriately. Now, we don't have a Yaakov Avinu, unfortunately, by our bed every night, and, and when, by a Shabbos table, and telling us, but... This is something that, this is why we come to Avad on Tuesday night, to learn about these things so that we all get a little bit of chizok from the words of Itzla Blazer. And he's telling us something very important tonight, that, that if you want to know schar v'aynish, like, you know, we know that, I don't know how much schar I'm going to get for something shemayim, but we have an inkling from how hard is it for you to overcome this. If it's something that's easy for you to overcome, so then you'll get schar, but it's going to be very small schar. But if it's something that you have a real struggle with, that you really struggle with, then it's easy to give in. And if you give in, that's not a good thing. But if you avoid it, if you're able to be miskaber over your Yetzirah, then your schar is like crazy schar in Shemayim. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu understands that this is what you know, you're up against and it's very hard for you. And based on the Hana that you get is the Einish, and based on the Nisayan is the Schar. You know, it's interesting. There's a, a Vilna Gain that says that with the story of Rus, so Rus was going together with her mother in law, Naomi. And they were, and Naomi says, go home, you know, go back to your father's palace. Her father, she was like a princess. What do you want? We're poor. We have no money. I'm, you know, you're, you're a widow. I'm a widow. Just go back home. You'll have food to eat. It'll be much better for you. You'll live in the lap of luxury. What are you coming with me to Eretz Yisrael for? I don't have any... I have nothing. Like, just better to go home. And she says, no, I want to come with you. And she says the famous words, Amech Ami, Your nation is my nation. Your God is my God. Famous words. And then... The Pasuk says, Vatera ki mis'ametzasi lalechas ita. 
that when Naomi saw that Rus was Miss Ametzasi, then she said, all right, come, come, we're going to go together. Now, what is that word, Miss Ametzas? What does that mean? How would you touch that word? As soon as she saw that she was Miss Ametzas, she said, okay, come. What, what would you, without knowing Hebrew, what do you think that word means? What is imutz? Imutz, like chazak ve'ematz. To be strong, right? To be, when she saw that she was being very, um, what? What's the word? Adamant. Adamant. Good word. When she was being very adamant that she insisted on going, so then she said, okay, fine. If you're going to be adamant, then come. The Vilna guy says that's not what it means. He does, it's not from the sherish of imutz, of, of being courageous, being strong. But rather, it means he brings rias that it means that she was struggling. When she saw that it wasn't so easy for her, it wasn't like she wasn't like like running with her. It was a struggle. There was something going on. She had like a friction within her attention. Should I go? Shouldn't I go? Should I go? Shouldn't I? It wasn't an easy decision for her. Then she said, "Okay, come." Why would she say, "Come"? Then says the Vilna guy in a very important Yisite in life. This is the most important Yisite, I think, for a Ben Tyra. That a lot of times in life, we want to know, like, what were we put here for? Like, we know that most, if not all of us, are Gilgulim. Without getting into, you know, mystical stuff that I have no idea what I'm talking about. But one thing that we do, that we're taught, the Arizal said it, I believe, and others, that that we're all Gilgulim, pretty much. We're all recycled. We're recycled. We've been around the block many times. It's not the first time. Hashem, I think, doesn't make new Nishamas anymore. It's basically, we came back as a Gilgal of a previous Nishama. It could have been 50 years ago. It could have been 100. It could have been 1,000 years ago. But we're all coming back. Why do we come back? To be Misakin, to, to fix something that we didn't do in a previous lifetime. So how do we know what it is that we come here to fix? Like, you know, I don't know. I, don't, it, I wasn't born with like a, you know, with a, with a bracelet that says, okay, you have to fix Lashonara, and you have to fix giving tzedakah, and you have to fix Shmir Sainayim, and you have to fix, uh, you know, taking, uh, I don't know, taking challah. I don't know, what, 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 how, how am I supposed to know what, I'm, what, what my tikkun is? What am I supposed to do? So the Vilna Gain says something fascinating. He says that the things that come easy to you, that's not why you're here for. Meaning, sometimes guys are like tremendous masmidim. They, they love learning. You know those guys, they just, they just, they're on fire, they learn day and night, that's all they want to do. They're always, you come at three o'clock in the morning, this guy by the farm shrunk, and he's looking, he's, he's, he's looking at a safer, and they love learning. Baruch Hashem. Now, that he should still do that, of course. But that's not necessarily why he's here. Because it's so easy, that's, that's a gimme. Hashem wouldn't make it... You know how you find on the treasure map what you're here for? I'm here for the things that are the struggle for me. What do you find you struggle with? And that's the thing that, you're, that you came to this world to fix. Okay, so if you have a if you have a struggle with Shmir Senayim, that means that a previous Gilgal uh, was very very lax with Shmir Senayim, and you have to come back to fix that. Now, a lot of people say, "Listen, I can't. It's it's crazy. I have tremendous taivas, and uh, you know, so that I'm going to allow myself because my Yitzhar is, is is off the charts, and I'll do I'll just learn or I'll daven. I'm very good at daven and very good at learning, so I'll go with the things that I'm good at that come easy to me, and that's what we all do. 
But the Vilna Gaon is mechadish that, no, you, could, you should do those things also, of course, you should learn, you should daven, and do what you do well and what you excel at, but don't ignore or don't allow yourself the liberty of violating the things that are the hardest for you because you're learning, because you're davening, so you give yourself a free pass. No, you came here to fix the things that are a struggle for you. As soon as Naomi saw that she was struggling, that it wasn't easy, if it would have been too easy, then Naomi would have probably said, you know what, go home, it's not for you. When she saw it was a struggle, ah, that means that there's the Eitzahara that's trying to stop you, we got to pull you in. And that's exactly, I think, what Rebitzel is saying, that, that if you want to know how much your schar is, see how much the Nisayan is. Don't ignore the things that you have the, the greatest Nisayan on, because that's where you're going to get the reward. That's where the treasure is buried. The treasure is buried underneath those places that we have the greatest struggle. If we have a very difficult time, and I think many of us do, with speaking Lashon Hara, for some reason, like, you know, I get into a, sometimes I'm very firm about Lashon Hara, sometimes I'm just like, easy, you know, just speak to me, I'll, I'll, I'll talk all the gossip you want with me, with you. But we allow ourselves. Why do we allow ourselves? I don't know, but if it's, but it's a struggle for me. If it's a struggle for me, that's what I have to work on. That's not a, some, a lot of times people say, it's a struggle, I can't. I, I'm a Baal Masapa Lashonara. I, I have to speak Lashonara. It's just part of my personality. People expect it of me. I enjoy it. I'm very good at it. So leave me alone with Lashonara. I'll keep the rest of the Taryab mitzvahs, but I'm not going to keep, you know, I can't keep Lashonara, or I can't keep Shemir Sinayim, or I can't keep, uh, I don't know, whatever it is. Whatever your, your pet Aveira is. I told you once, I had a... A friend, and we, we were when we were Bachram, sitting around the dorm room. Uh, you know, we were speaking about. Let's say, uh, you know, you found out that you weren't Jewish. Like, what would be your what, what would or if you had, if you could do one out there, what would it be? I don't. You know, this is what we had. This, I guess, what, what was entertaining when I was a Bachram. I don't know if anyone else does that, but um, so you know, people would say like the garden variety of Averis that a Yeshua Bachram has. I'm not going to tell you what mine was, but um, but one guy said. You know what my biggest type is? Yeah, what? I want to go to a barber and have him shave me with a razor. I want to shave my... Now, we all looked at him like he's, like this guy's nuts. Like, that's not... You know, to put whipped cream on your face and to shave with a razor. It's not like, just use a regular shave. Who cares? Like, but so everyone has their own, you know, pet type. So you see everyone in the world has different, uh, has different uh, you know, different lifestyle choices that they make. Some of us you know, cannot understand them, and why would you want to do that, and how would you, how could you, everyone has, everyone's different, everyone's very unique, but whatever the struggle that we are faced with in life is, don't say, I'm going to ignore that, and I'll go with it, and, and I'll just work on things that I'm better at, because you're ignoring, then, the reason why you're here, the reason why you're here is for those things that are a struggle, and that's where your greatest schar, when you die after 120 years, you're going to get schar, not for the easy things as much as for those difficult things. Because that's why you're put here, and Hashem knows how difficult it was for you to overcome it. And when you do overcome it, you get like the, the biggest trophy in the world for that. So this should help us a little bit when we're struggling with different problems, different averis that we, you know, or taivas that we have, know that if I could somehow avoid it, even for one night, even for one minute, the schar is tremendous. The schar is, is like beyond our, our ability to, uh, to comprehend. Let's just finish up because this is Nagea, this week's parsha. 
Lefizem Muvan to Amr Begemar Shalafichach Mishal Maganov Im Tavach Oimachar Arba Tachas Hashleh. Right, that's this week's parsha that you pay if you steal a um, if let's say you steal an animal a seh like a seh is like a sheep and then I I either shecht it or I sell it. I have to pay the owner of that seh four times the value. If I steal a shar, if I steal a big ox, I, ha- I have to pay five times the value. Why? So the Gemara explains, Because a shar is easy. A shar just pull and it goes. It just, it's not a big deal. A seh, he doesn't want to go have to like carry it on the shoulder, screaming at it, it's jumping all over the place. It's like very agile, a shar, a seh. So I went through a lot of embarrassments. The Tyra for some reason, gives me like a, a, a free pass a little bit because Nebuch, the guy went through, so the, I'm a Ganev. What, what are you giving me extra, extra points for? The Torah has Rachmanis on me because I, I, I wasn't spared the Busha that I, had I still, stolen a Shah, would have been much easier. I stole a Seth. It was embarrassing. It, was, it made a whole scene. It wasn't, wasn't Kishmak. So because of that, you only have to pay four. There I could, a saf to schlep on my shoulders, a shark I could, I could just pull on its feet. Why is Arias, S. Rebellia Lapian, right, that it's very difficult, it's a big tircha, um, for somebody that wants to do an Avera of Arias, uh, he has to hide, he has to go into like, you know, tuck himself away in some corner and do it. Why Dafka by them is the Einish Chamer? It's a good question. You ever stop to think about that? Arias is a different, this is not talking about Arias nowadays, but I tell you, Arias is the easiest thing. But when, before the age of the, I'm not talking about physical, I'm talking about like Taibas of, of Shmir Senayim, let's say. So today, everyone has a, whoever has a smartphone, they could just go and, and, and have, see anything that they want. Before the age of the smartphone, right, just me and Ramesha are the only ones that remember that, Tkufa. Um, there were Taivas, but you had to like go and hide and sneak. You wanted to buy something, you had to go to a, a newsstand, then you had to do this, you have to do that. It's like very difficult to do. So why is the Einish so chamer? If it's so difficult to do, it's like a, it's like a seh. So you should have, you should have a much easier, the taiva should not be, the, the schar should be, the, the einish should not be that, that much, because look at what I have to do to get there. It's so hard, it's, 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 like, a, it's like a jumping set that I have on my back that I have to, the Torah should give me, should give me a free pass for that. It's a good question. The Amar Hagan Reb Itzlah, Reb Itzlah Blazer, Emes Nochen Adavar, Kinase HaTaeva Betircha Vafachem it's true that you did this ta'eva, this abomination with, it was difficult, and there was a lot of fear involved, you were scared, you were nervous. Because the, the hana, because the hana is so great, by Arias, so therefore, that's why the einish is very difficult. It's true. In terms of, you know, if you want to compare it to the Dalai Vahey scenario, it's very difficult to do, at least back then. But the Hana of Arayas is great. There's, there's very few things in, in, in this world that a person can do that's, that has more Hana in terms of Avera than Arayas. So therefore, you have to pay for the gain that you had of the Hana. Now, nowadays... 
that you have, there's no, there's no uh, tircha in doing it. Everybody has everything that they want in their, in their pockets and their, on, their, on their phones. And the hana is great. So the einish is really, really chamer. And so it's something that we have to really work on very, very strictly. And again, it's very difficult. And, you know, and to, to expect perfection is maybe, you know, very hard unless you're really, 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 really good. But you should know that every moment of fight that you do, you get, you get a tremendous amount of schar. Meaning, the way to do it, let's say you're, you're um, this is the way the Musr's farm says, not my tire, but if let's say you're on the verge of doing something that's usr, the verge of doing something else. You're about to look and your roommate's not there and you went away for Shabbos and now it's Matzai Shabbos and you're in a funny mood or whatever. If you're able somehow to stop yourself and to, let's say, go to the base Madrash or tell the Yitzhara, listen, I just want to learn a little bit. I'll do it in a half an hour. You kick the can down the alley a little bit. So that half an hour, let's say, that you were able to push it off, the scharas is off the charts because you had... Taiva, you had opportunity, you had the Hana was gonna the payoff was gonna be, at least in your mind, great at the moment, and you stop yourself even for half an hour, ten minutes, that alone is a victory. And what happens is a lot of times, once you you know, you you break away from that fever that you have to do the Avera at that moment, and now it's a half an hour later. A lot of times you lose cheshek anyway. But then you know your friend just called you. You know he wants to he wants to meet with you. You know in the pizza store he wants to go bowling with you. But then like things change. Like if you just sometimes have to buy a little time, and you fall asleep or you're not. You know you just you, you just whatever. But when you're caught in the headlights of of doing an avera, so it's so important to try to fight. Do not give up. Do not like just say, well, I'm sorry, this is where it is, and I'm just going to go with it, because there is so much gain to be, to be had in terms of hana, in, t- in terms of, in terms of schar, in terms of, you know, the ability to, to uh, withstand the Yitzhar, and the ability to, to fix your, to be misaking your own nefesh that came to this world, maybe, to fix that particular problem. All of these are, are so many good reasons to, to try as hard as we can to fight, to understand that this is maybe why I was put here, because I have these Nisayan. And it's not a reason just because the Nisayan is, is, is crazy. It doesn't mean that I should give that myself, to myself as an allowance, but rather I should fight it even stronger. And when you're able to be victorious over it, even if it's just one night, that's the beginning of a lifetime of being on a higher level. There was a guy in this yeshiva not too many years ago, and he had uh, an issue, you know, with, you know, with uh, with Shmir Sabris, etc. And he came over to me and he says, "Rebbe, he says, I'm I can't do this anymore, and I'm gonna fight." I said, "Okay, great. What did he do? He bought himself a, a calendar." It's a regular calendar, you know, they give out like Rosh Hashanah time for free. And every single night that he was able to be Shimer himself, he, gave, he put like a check on the box. And like he'd come over to me, he says, Rabbi, I made it through a week. I made it through two weeks. I made it through two, month, two months. And then like the guy still, I think it's been like maybe five, six years. And he's perfect. 
Because once you already have like a track record, you're not going to break it. So he is, you know, he, he's, he's a real tzaddik. It's unbelievable. But it's doable. The point is that it's doable. And even though it's very difficult, the Nisayin is very great. But these are things that if we could, um, you know, be miscaber over them. And of course, there's the actual mechanical ways of being miscaber over them, which is like, you know, not having the phone in our bedrooms, not, you know, not having a laptop with us or giving it to somebody, giving somebody else a bath. Those are all things that, you know, that's a technical thing that we could do. But in terms of beyond that, just to know that when you're in the throes of, of Nisayan, to think about this a little bit, how much schar could I get by not doing it? How much will I, how, how good will I feel tomorrow morning if I was, uh, if I was able to be miskaber? And how that will make me on a higher level, and then I'll go to the next night, another battle that I'll win, another battle, and, and before you know it, it'll be, like, it'll be like part of you, that you're strong and that you're from and you're holy, and, and it's a good feeling. It's a good feeling when a person is able to really stare the Yitzhara in the face and, and vanquish him. And Mitzvah Shem, we should all be to do that.